There are times when I look above and beyond. There are times when I feel your love around me, baby. I'll never forget my baby. Mm. A good like 30 seconds of musical intro, the beat starts coming. Mm-hmm. Then again, there are times when I look above and beyond. There are times when I feel your love around me, baby. Uh, uh, I'll never forget my baby. Uh, when I feel that I don't belong, draw my strength from the words when you said, hey, it's about you, baby. Look deeper inside you, baby. Dream about us together again. What I want us together again, baby. I know we'll be together again. Cause everywhere I go, every smile I see, I know you are there. Smiling back at me, dancing in moonlight. I know you are free. Cause I can see your star shining down on me. Oh, I love that song. I know. That's my Oh, yeah, girl. that's a good song. Jenna had that whole song. African headdress. She's just yes. laying down with lions yes. and like, you know, an elephant around her. That was from um Velvet. Wait, no, not yeah, it was Velvet well, Rope, nineteen ninety seven. That one is. I thought that was from Velvet Rope too. At it first, sure is. Say but it. I, I thought it was from Velvet Rope, but it's not from Velvet Rope. It's not. It's not. No, it's like it's from the same album. In the thundering rain. Oh, I got you because I literally looked this up before we recorded. So I'm like, it's, damn, is Google lying to me? It's or on Janet. A- it's from her 1993 album. It's the same album, I think, that I don't want to stop just because people stand around and watching us. Which is my favorite Janet song. I think that's all in that same album. That's so 1993. Together, so Wikipedia, the only wiki I trust, says this is a single from Velvet Rope. 1997. Hmm. What's the name of this song? So, Together Again. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. okay. No, you're right, you're right. It is Velvet. Okay, because there's another song called Again on the Janet album from 1993. Oh, oh, yeah. Again's a little slower. I love Again. Again. How does that one go? Um, Oh, Lord. It's like, because it's got those kind of like chimes. Like, oh, God, how does Again go? Um, let me go. I want to look up the lyrics because I love. I I I was so happy. I first I was like a, a upbeat Janet song. Yeah, and like there's so many good Janet songs. Yeah, there are a lot of good Janet um, songs. They really are. No, you're right. This is from the Velvet. Uh, it is because it's the one where she has a little. I heard like, from a friend today, and she said you were in town. Yes, yes. Suddenly the memories came back to me in my mind. Da da da. da. Oh, again, it's a good, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one, yeah, that's that one, yeah. You that's know what's funny is, like, my my first Janet album that I ever bought was All For You, which I ultimately don't love a lot of songs on that album, but I wish I had bought Velvet Rope, because I love so many of yes. Velvet Rope songs, like... Um, what is it like? Go deep. Um, yes. Oh my god. Another ballad every time. Yes. Which she had that fine ass black man in it from um, CSI. Or was it CSI Miami? Anyway, um, 
Oh, we hello, Janet. go hello, deep, Janet. but we don't get no Getting sleep. No sleep yeah, that song was a jam. That album was the jam. My mom and mm-hmm. my god sister actually went to that out that tour for that song for that mm-hmm. for that album for Velvet Rope. For the Velvet Rope one, yeah. But oh, I, that, that I feel like that was one. I feel like every like you know like Gaga had Monster Ball. There's certain people who just have that iconic yes, tour. I feel like Velvet yes. Rope was the Janet one. Although yeah. I feel like for some of the girls, they definitely live for the Rhythm Nation era. But I feel like those are a bit older girls. My first Janet album that I bought was um, Design of a Decade, the year before Velvet Rope came out. So Design of a Decade was the greatest hits album that she first. It was like her first ten years in the industry. It's uh, 1986-1996 and it um, and it has like all her top hits from her first mm. set of albums from the 80s and the early 90s on it and mm. that and then the Velvet Rope came out just the next year in 1997 oh, and that man. oddly enough like I had the first one as a CD but the second one I had as a cassette tape for some reason I don't know why but I remember having the Velvet Rope as a cassette tape so mm-hmm. yeah it was great it was that great. was a good one you know, okay. Well, oh, let's introduce ourselves, girl. I yeah, no, yeah, do it. No. <laughs> hey, girls, we're back with another episode of Two Safe Queens, and we're still one of the few places in the posphere where you can hear conversations about politics, dick, and um, whatever Deborah about to talk to me about this yeah. week. <laughs> it's a lot of crazy shit I'm about to talk about. Okay, I'm your host, Miss Malachi, um, and I'm joined by um, our favorite storyteller, Miss Devereaux. What hey. you got for us, sis? What's going on? What's what, good? It's funny because I told, our, I told you to pick out, out a Janet Jackson song for today, right? Uh-huh, Didn't I tell you to pick out uh-huh. your favorite Janet Jackson song? Yes. And the and reason why I had you pick out a Janet Jackson song is the following. Okay. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> Like, I was talking to the, in the group chat about how, you know, my mom went to Dubai on a business trip, like, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm, week, mm-hmm. or maybe at the end of last week. Mm-hmm. And so... She covered down, honey. She covered they, that down. That bitch was wrapped up in a sheet, bitch. <laughs> wrapped like down. A, wrapped <laughs> down, bitch. She was wrapped down. down to me with them dignitaries, girl. And I was like, oh, shit, girl. <laughs> she's like, my, she not going to kid out. You're not going to see no ankle, no chin, Girl, no she nothing. only had, with the mask on, she only had her eyes showing. She was like... <laughs> She was that type of girl, girl. And that just made me think she about when Janet Jackson <laughs> with, that made me think about when Janet Jackson went over there and was getting that, that <laughs> money, that Arab money. And she was over there. She married that man. And she stayed, she waited out that five years before she can get that divorce. Could money. you do a sis? Could you and wrap down for some billionaire? I could wrap down for some billionaire D. <laughs> so like, I could. And that, just like Janet Jackson like, like, did. And it's funny because I remember the first time, like, Jenna Jackson, she married that guy who was supposed to be, like, a liberal, progressive, like, Middle Eastern, Muslim, Arab guy. And he was, like, a DJ in the club scene, and they met, and they got married. And he was from a super rich family. And, girl, it was, like, overnight. They said a lot of times, like, with Muslim men, they might start off that way, and then you get married to them, and they change completely. It's just a, a stereotype that's out there. I don't know if it's necessarily true. Anyway. <laughs> but so, we saw it happen. <laughs> but so, but but literally, Janet Jackson. All of a sudden, she, you know, she, you know, Janet Jackson used to like to dress sexy, and when she would lose her weight, because she, yo-yoed. I mean, she get she showed the nation her nipple, or yes. Justin Timberlake showed yes. the nation her nipple. I should so, say. and she used to anyway. wear like, all the mid dress when she's, you know, she's that type of girl. Anyway, girl, like I remember, she got married to that man, and next thing you know, they had her showing her in Milan and London, and she was she was covered down down walking oh, hand in hand with her so husband. she wasn't even in the she wasn't even in like the country like she the, wasn't even like, in the country because i 
Wow. She was be in Europe and she was covered down and she had switched it up completely, girl. And I remember telling some black fish back when we were in college, including singer fish. I used to tell her this girl. I used to say, girl, because uh-huh. there was a, there was a Muslim guy that was so fine that she liked in college that was in her class. Mm-hmm. I said, that's cute, girl. But I used to tell a girl, if, if I ever see that you wrapped up like that, bitch, I'm going to pull it right off your motherfucking head, bitch. I used to tell her that when we were in college. That was before I was a different type of girl. Remember, girl? When oh, I, oh, yeah. Because now you're such a girl. different type of girl. I, I was a terrible girl. But remember, girl, when we went to Toronto on the train? Remember? And then remember, it was our last day there, and we were getting ready to go back to the train station. To and I stopped at, remember I stopped at the, um, at the booth, and they were giving out the Muslim literature, girl? And because the girls used to think I was Islamophobic and I was not Islamophobic. I just didn't like religion <laughs> generally. Right. I just was like, anti, like extremist. I don't religion. like any religion. So it wasn't just specific to Islam. But remember, all you girls thought I was Islamophobic and and I and I wasn't. It was just all like extremist. Uh-huh. Religion. And remember, I picked up that little Muslim pamphlet from the Muslim girls at the table and I was open. And you said, what are you trying to do, girl? You're trying to know your enemy. And <laughs> Say something like that. You said you said you trying to know your enemy, girl. See, I don't like that. I don't like that. Cause see, the girls don't know the kind of how shady I be sometimes. I don't like you. You put shit out there like that. This is like five years ago. You told me that, and I, I was like, because I I was reading that shit on the train and stuff too, girl. But my mom is wrapped up like a mummy over there, girl. And she did. She oh, is having man. breakfast. She told me she's having breakfast every morning with this African multi-multi-millionaire every morning. Mm. And she might come <laughs> back with a new husband from over there, girl. But, you know. Now, girl, how you feel about the gay Muslims, girl? How you feel about the gay? Well, I, you know, I personally you know, I always had a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell, I've had a lot of experience in Detroit because we have a large Middle Eastern community here, girl. Yes, you do. Yes, you, you know, do. Yes, you and do. the gag is, is like. I have one crazy story with the Muslim guy. I'm not going to tell it on this episode. That needs to be its own <laughs> but episode. But y'all write to me, slide but in the DMs, and remind me to tell y'all. <laughs> I mean, it makes me look so bad, though. So I have to like get prepared oh, to tell that story because it makes me look terrible. <laughs> it's not about because I'm Islamophobic. It it just wait till the end of the bad. season. Wait till we go on yeah. our break. Wait till yeah. we go on our break. <laughs> so it'll be like later. <laughs> it makes me look bad. For, it makes me look terrible. Oh, anyway. It so what we talk about scenario. this episode, girl. But anyway, so that was like one of the things. That's why I made you choose a Janet Jackson because my mom is over there trying to get that money like Janet Jackson was getting, I think. Child, and I'm then, not mad at her. Yeah. And then... I want to get invited to some of those wild... I always hear that there's some wild gay, like, like secret, you know... um parties and stuff and those compounds and stuff. I always want to go over there just to get invited to some of those. You a, know, a I, you know I know a girl in Dubai. A queen, I know a queen who's been... To a couple of those who visited a black queen who's been to a couple of those and mm. she's had a good time over there. I know we know. I'm gonna I mean, check it out. Well, you know a queen in Dubai. I don't know that queen anymore, but you know a queen. You do in Dubai. know that queen. I don't you know, know her. You know I don't know queen. that girl anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to go visit her and get caught up with her. Girl. I didn't she's say you were. I'm just saying you never, know her. I don't know her anymore. I don't know. I her. will say I didn't want a girl. But my mom was trying I to meet up with a... her mom. My mom was trying to meet up with her mom when she was yeah. in Dubai, and I said, "Girl, don't even." Yeah. I don't even talk to that girl anymore. It, what's don't. funny is we do know a girl who one of our girl Kajudis was gonna go over there and just see that out girl by herself. I was like, "Girl, don't." That girl might get you into something. You gotta go with somebody. Like I yeah. gotta be there. Like yeah. I don't want you to get locked Please up. Please go with her. She and, she just, and keep her safe. She's just from... not the most reliable girl. Ooh, that girl. <sighs> That girl have like you don't want to get girl you don't want to get locked up in yeah anyway anyway that's not what this episode is about because that girl almost had y'all locked up in port of anyway 
<laughs> that girl almost had you locked up in Mexico. So really in Dubai, she didn't have know. me locked up. She had she, this other white queen I brought along yeah. had had her locked Ooh, up because they were trying to get some drugs together. So, but anyway, that girl, um, I'm so glad. Now that girl may be super rich, but I am so glad I'm done with that girl. I got other rich friends, girl. I don't need that one. Anyway. So when I talked I about that, girl I only have like a few. Dog, I need to get some more ones. I talked about her like a dog in one of our episodes. Go back and listen to an episode where I talk about going to Amsterdam. That's the girl <laughs> I'm talking about. That's the one who lives in Dubai right now. Anyway, I don't know what episode that is, but a long time ago. Anyway, but that's not it's the a only global girls episode. So it's been a crazy See. black. You know, we're in March now. You know, we're recording yes, by we the time are. It'll, my yes. birthday month. Ew. Yes. Y'all don't know, but I'm shaking my titties in front of the mic, just giving to y'all. But it was a um, crazy Black History Month for me, girl, because you know, preparing my mom, helping her get ready for this trip, and help her get wrapped up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> helping her wrap her hair and stuff, <laughs> and figuring out how to go get her some Muslim money and stuff. And then <laughs> that was the first. That was part of Black History Month. And then the second piece of it. Second piece of it, girl. You and the girls don't know. I'm gonna tell the girls this too. The girls, this is part of why the girls think I'm Islamophobic too, but I'm not. Okay, because I did. I did apply for. Saying it, that's the best way to say you're not. I did apply for the CIA when I was in college, and I got pretty far in the process. I did. I I did, girl, because I thought I was gonna go over there and infiltrate, and I was learning. (laughs) I was learning Arabic. I took some <laughs> Arabic in college. I thought I was going to be that Because girl. the girls mistake you, right? The girls mistake yes. you. So they'd be like, oh, you they a little, be right? You the perfect one. Yes. And the CIA recruiter, there's this white recruiter. Did you say that again? Oh, not the Siri on my phone. Fuck you, girl. Okay. That's the Siri on my watch. <laughs> CIA. CIA. Uh, you mentioned CIA too many times, yeah, girl. I started listening in. Yeah, girl. So I applied for that girl, and I got in the process because I took Arabic. I was French because I'm ambiguous looking. And I saw you that white middle-aged recruiter at Penn, girl. It was a bunch of white people in there. It was a couple, like, chocolate black ones. And then it was me. When I tell you, he beelined over to me. And when he found that I was taking Arabic, he, like, ignored everybody else and was taking my number down. And I had an interview, girl, and every... I I mean, it was... Interview the next day. I was going to be... I wouldn't be be here right now. Well, the girls... How the CIA works is, like, you do the recruiting process. You're supposed to read certain books from one level of the process to the next. And girl, could you imagine I was almost the feds? Isn't that crazy, girl? And now I got a fire. Girl, I know someone... I know another girl. I'm not going to say who it is, but I know another girl who got pretty far, too, and... She, I don't know. She didn't know why she didn't. They didn't go any further. Like she got her security checks done, and then it kind of ended. I think sometimes that happens. Like you don't know why they rejected. If you don't pass your marijuana like piss test or hair test or whatever, it wasn't. She's not that. It wasn't that kind of girl. girl. Okay. Well, anyway, no, no, it wasn't. What happened with me is my recruiter, that same one who was beelining for me, trying to get me in. In he didn't prepare me for the next round of interviews. He was supposed to tell me, give me a list of books I was supposed to read. I was supposed to read like in uh. in he didn't he didn't tell me the name of the book so I met this with this lady and she was like have you read these books and I'm like no I haven't read these books and she's like okay well the process ends here because you haven't read the books and you need to have read up for this interview and so you can reapply I did not reapply girl I knew that was not for me I did not want girl, to be not be having to reapply how about you just reschedule the interview but I wouldn't I didn't now that I think about I, it, I wouldn't want to be no queen over in Saudi Arabia anyway like or Oman or no, you know what I'm saying I'm not that type you of you wouldn't girl get all anyway. that secret dick girl yeah I wouldn't that, be right here right now dick. with you mm-hmm. all I wouldn't be you know so that's some tea I just feel about myself but the second thing so so preparing my mom <laughs> to get wrapped up for Black History Month to go over there and get her some money then then the second thing is that you know 
fish had called me during Black History Month. Fish, uh, a fish I don't talk As about too do. much is married fish. Girl, she was telling me, and I won't reveal it. It's a it's a friend of me and and DUI sober fish. She it's like our friend from growing up. Anyway, she and then they went to college together. Anyway, she called me telling me, girl, she had to get a PPO. A restraining order, a uh, personal protection order against her husband's okay. mistress, girl. <gasps> I was gagged, and she and she had to go get her CPL and her CCW, girl. Did you know her husband had a mistress? No, I didn't. She told it all to me oh, at one time. I was a gag. Wow. I was a gag, girl. But I won't go too much into that, because that's still an ongoing legal saga. <laughs> But are we just giving are we just giving girls quick hints or like but yeah girl this shit happened but y'all gonna find out I had to help her <laughs> I had to help her move into back into you know the condo that she had before she was married that she thankfully kept the whole time because the husband's because the husband's just real quick so the husband's mission was just all up in there like he was to- like with some hood rat like type of stripper oh, like stripper hood she rat was who, a real one who I she, guess she was actually not gonna give up on that dick. fell in love okay. with him. You know, and um, it was like, so I guess he was trying to end it with the um, mistress. And then so that's why be she, careful when you step out. That's why that's she, blew, right she started ones. blowing up his wife's phone. Girl, Ooh. not only did she blow up his wife's phone, the, the, the mistress went and looked up associates of hers and business uh-huh. associates of hers and started blowing up? up their phone and stuff. Too. I love that. So this she bitch, show up at the kids' school. She didn't quite do that, but, <laughs> but my, needless to say, my friend, you know, is separated from her husband and got a restraining order against oh, the mistress wow. and is like, we're going, basically, we're going to the gun range together. That type of team. I would be so mad because I'm like, God, not only did you step out, but you stepped out with this hoe that's like blowing up my phone yes. and telling off yes. really business. Like, yes. that's so annoying. Like, step out with a quiet one. Yes. God and the, damn. And the deception goes way further than this because he was doing like, way, he was like intimately uh-uh. and intricately involved with the mistress in ways, more ways than she knew. And it was just, oh. it goes way deeper, but I don't want to go on air about all of that because it is a legal saga too. So it's some tea. Okay. Okay. Cool. And then, so that's black part of Black History uh-huh. Month. My Black cool. History Month. Check, check, so, check off that. Next. So <laughs> get my mom prepared for to the go get the, you know, the Middle Eastern money to one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fish with, you know, fish dealing with stripper fish. PPLT. Um, mistresses to number three. So <laughs> at the very, I think this is at the very beginning of Black History Month. This is the gag. So, um, I have a cousin who was adopted into my family. He's in his late twenties now. He's like 29 actually. So he's like actually between my two brothers ages, you know, on that side, like he's between their two ages. So he was like between them. So he was always like, we were always, he, we were together a lot when we were young, especially because he falls between like the two ages of my two brothers. He would come over our house and, you know, and so, you know, needless to say, like, I've, like, me and my brothers have kind of lost touch with him. He was kind of going and doing his own thing. He moved on to Texas for a while. Girl, so anyway, he ended up moving. I know he would get caught. He was, like, already, like, on the the black sheep of the family, too. Not because he's adopted, but because, in part, and this is really my stepdad's family. So, really, like, I should be on the outside, too. But I'm closer to my stepdad's family than my brothers are my half-brothers for whom this is their blood, these their blood relatives. Like, I'm closer to them, believe it or not. 
So okay. it's just like, cause the same thing with my dad, his stepdaughter is closer to my dad's biological relatives than me or my brother are on that side who are blood related to them. It just happens that way sometimes. Anyway, so this cousin, this cousin was adopted though by my aunt. Let's call her Nellie, my aunt Nellie. Okay. <laughs> but my aunt Nellie like doesn't have any biological kids. She adopted two kids. She adopted a girl who's a little bit older one year older than me, who I became really close to. That's the cousin I don't fuck with or talk to anymore. But because mm-hmm. that girl both jumped on me one year physically and then jumped on mm-hmm. my aunt, her adopted mom the next year, she's got mental illness to you. So and we, <laughs> I've lost touch with her in 2013. But anyway, then she had a son, a younger son that she adopted as a baby, but he was, he is, for be- lack of better words, he was a crack baby. He came from a crack addicted mom. And so he cried profusely when he was and screamed when he was a kid. And it was just like they told us that's just part of the symptoms of like adopted, adopting a baby who, you know, was addicted to crack at birth because his mom was on crack. But he actually was like really smart. Mm. He just had like really bad ADHD and he used to get in trouble in school. And, you know, and so I think my aunt tried to send him over with like my brothers and me because he thought we would cheat we would be good influences. And then it was like, my mom didn't even want him over our house. Cause he was so misbehaved as a kid. It was just a mess. And then, mm. you know, and then, so this is Nene's sister, by the way, Nene, who I was talking about. This is her sister, Nellie, mm-hmm. her younger mm-hmm. sister. Nene is the oldest of them. So, mm-hmm. so anyway, and Nene, Nene used to beat his behind too, because he was so bad when he go over his house, she would tear his ass up. She was beating the mess out. I mean, because he was really, he was a really misbehaved kid, and Nene did not play that. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, so like, we lost touch. But then he moved back. He moved into my aunt's house, and then he like kind of moved out and was staying in hotels. And it was just a mess. And then he caught charges, and then he went to jail for ninety days or whatever, or like something like that. And then he moved back into my aunt's house, my aunt Nellie's house, with her husband during COVID. Okay, so. Anyway, like, but I guess my aunt, Nellie, who's only in her late 60s, but she's already, like, this is a thing that her mom had, too. Like, she's becoming, like, she's having, like, a little bit of paranoia dementia, I think. And so mm. she kept talking about her accounts and money was missing out of her accounts and somebody stealing from her. And she thinks her adopted son who's back in her house who did go to prison for something or not. He went to county jail is stealing from her and she can't believe it. She's let him move back in and he's, you know, and he probably shouldn't have been living with her anyway because he did just sit around her house and play video games and all of that. But I'm not convinced that he was stealing from her this time. And he has stolen from other relatives of our, he stole from black before he was staying at black's house one time when he was a teenager and he stole from black that's nene's son right he stole from black and black beat him down it was like terrible it was so terrible so Mm -hmm. but he stole like thousands from black it was so bad it was so bad okay so he has a history of stealing black don't play he's stolen yeah black does not want to mess with he's stolen like little change from me like he actually Oh, it was just crazy. Like, he's come, he's, like, stolen change from, like, he has some thief, but that he was, like, really young when he was doing that. I don't know him to be a thief in more recent years, but I don't know him in recent years either. So, anyway, he, so, she was telling her brothers, which include my, my, um, Uncle Clark and my stepdad, who's, like, falls in the middle of them, and she was telling them girl that he might have been stealing from her and all the family already views him a certain kind of way because of his past and everything anyway girl my my uncle clark who who's the oldest son who 
you know, really is like the patriarch of the family right now. And then my stepdad, they went and put him out of her house without her even knowing they were coming. They put him out of her house and put him on the street. Mm. And so I felt bad. I actually tried to discourage them from doing this before they were going to do it. I tried to discourage them. I'm like, well, because I wasn't, I knew she was having some paranoia and my mom knew too. And like, and like one of like my cousin's black sisters, she was really close to her. Like also, like we all knew she was, this aunt already owns like rental properties and stuff. And she was going to buy like a little cheap house and put him in one of these houses and had let him just kind of sign it over to him and let him be on his own. And I don't believe in just putting somebody like whose family, even, you know, out on the street like that. Right? Yeah. You and stand, Nene, yeah, yeah, and Nene sure. felt the same. Nene didn't feel that it was like really just the men. Cause my mom and, and Nene, none of us felt that was right. And even like mm. Aunt Nelly, when they kind of like hinted at the plan, she didn't necessarily think it was right at the time either. Even though she accused him of stealing from her, which still is a little nebulous about, I don't really think happened. Anyway, they put him on the street. He ends up at some guy's house that he ends up staying with. And so I feel bad. So I agree to go over to Aunt Nelly's house and get all his stuff for him. Right. Cause I'm like, okay, they left, they didn't like let him take all his stuff or they weren't, they didn't give him any notice. So anyway, I haven't, I've lost touch with him, but I always thought he might be like a queen or bisexual kind of because supposedly in the past, like he's tried to experiment with like, other boys in the family maybe even like mm-hmm. like tried to experiment and they like you know so like nene actually you know he anyway anyway nene actually kind of caught him trying to you know so it was just a mess mm-hmm. so anyway so i thought he might be but he never expressed that even when i talked to him in more recent to be fair, a lot of young boys like a lot of young exactly. experiment with and he kept talking about girlfriends and he said he had he claimed he had this baby in Texas. Like, he talked about girls and all that. So, I didn't, like... I was like, whatever. I don't... I wasn't... He's not somebody, like, he's... I ain't got time. You ain't got time I, for I trade. I didn't even I care, really, girl. right? Mm-hmm. So, girls... So, I, like, go over there. My Aunt Nellie, who's, like, kind of paranoid, but she's, like, helping me, gonna, like, pack up his stuff or whatever. And I go over there, girl, and I see a fucking meth pipe when I go up to his mm. space in our house. I see... And I... And, like, I kind of, like, knew his charges that he had caught a couple of years prior had something to do with meth. But, like, I thought it was for selling drugs. Because I know he told me oh, he had done that in Texas. Not the meth girl. So not the Tina meth. girl. No, so the meth pipe was, like, and so I didn't know if it was meth or weed. But my aunt told me that it was meth. And because somebody else told her that it was meth. And then he admitted to being on meth when I messaged him. So it was a meth mm. pipe. But he said he was like 30, 45 days clean at the time when we were talking, which is not that long, right? And then, girl, the it's meth pipe not. was next to his next to his Big Tarvey, girl, next to some HIV meds, which I didn't, of course, know that he, you know, had HIV. And I asked my aunt, did you know he had HIV? And she said, well, he told me Ooh, a few weeks ago. Learning. He told me a lot of things very quickly. <laughs> it's so it's like, yeah. it's like overwhelming to me at the time. I'm like, okay, what did I get into? Like, coming to pick up his stuff, it's overwhelming, like... I was like, he was three empty bottles of HIV meds. So I messaged him like, are you taking your meds? Don't you need these? Like, aren't you taking this? He said, oh, I had some empty, you know, I had some on me. I don't know if I believe he's like really keeping up with that. I don't know, girl. Anyway, so it was just a mess. Like, because I was like, okay, well, I guess I need to get this to you quick. Because there's just like three full bottles of this med- these drugs and like... 
Anyway, so I get his video game. He kept talking about his video game and all. It's a lot. But then my aunt is just folding up his clothes, folding up his clothes. And I'm like thinking about the only way he was on meth. I wonder if he was shooting up. So I like tell her to stop folding up his clothes so quickly. Stop putting her hands in his pockets of his pants and stuff. Because I don't know if there's needles in there. And I was like, no, we just got to stop. And then like, then there was some white powder somewhere in her basement. I thought that might be fentanyl. So we were wearing masks and gloves. It was just a lot. He swears it wasn't fentanyl, but I'm not convinced it wasn't fentanyl powder that was like on like, oh my, it was just a crazy, it was a mess. So like, no, there's a lot going on. So I I didn't let my aunt touch it. I put on gloves and I put on my mask and I like was like taking this. It was just a, it was a crazy mess. Like, and so, you know, but it was crazy. She told me the story about how he told her, I guess they had got into it one day, but how he told her he had HIV. The story is terrible, but it had me cracking up. So one day they were like arguing about something and he was like, I'm dying. I'm dying. And she was like, she was like, what do you mean you're dying? And he's like, you know, he's like, well, I have HIV and I'm dying and I might die before you do. And you know what that lady said to him? Because she does have par- like kind of like a little bit of paranoia right now in dementia. She said, oh, well, no. it's not a competition. And I, <laughs> she told me that. I was like, girl, that's how you responded to that? Like you said it's not a competition. Uh, girl, what's what that to do with the paranoia, girl? That just sounds like she a cunt. <laughs> she told him when he told her all that. Instead of just saying, oh, I'm sorry. She just said it was well, not a competition. You know, to see who can die first. Because she was already mad at him. See who goes first. And so, Mm, but girl. Family be like that. They don't give a fuck. You tell them, like, oh, I got cancer. Oh, well, what I got to (laughs) do? What I got to do with this? You know, so anyway, it was just a mess. So, like, but now, so, like, but actually it's been help. So, I got him his stuff. I got him all his, I delivered it to him. He's staying with this old, you know. And he's actually, he actually, what you know, he does, he, he was, kind of a good looking he's tall he's light-skinned because um any he, he's got an okay face i don't i don't he thinks he's so fine he thinks he's like he's so like he's so like kind of conceited oh girl he was saying how mm-hmm. oh why looks he's staying with this middle-aged older white man mind you he's like 28 29 and because when i dropped his stuff off this middle-aged white man so like, he so how did you find out he was staying with this old middle-aged white because man? i i met i only agreed to meet him at a public place and this middle-aged white man pulled up in a pickup truck that he's he staying oh, with and i asked him about the details of it i'm like are you tricking off on him or like what's going on he said no but i did meet him like you know he says he's bisexual he did meet him on some like some context like that like the app or whatever and that the guy keeps trying to sleep with him but he doesn't want to so he's just trying to stay in his corner of the guy's house or whatever so girl i've been helping this girl like ever since like i connected her my one of my neighbors worked for an hiv service organization that gets housing for the girls um with girls with hiv and so, what Miss Jason used to call an AIDS apartment, that the girls all stay in AIDS apartments. Like, just so ignorant. But, girl, Mm-mm. so I've been helping this girl, Mm-mm. my neighbor works, Mm-mm. used to work, so I've been helping this girl get an AIDS Mm-mm. apartment. Like, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Be good. Be better. So, be better. I've been helping be her. Get, and they, I think they found her once so she can get out of this man's house and not be like. So she's get, still been in the man's house. Yeah, because she don't have nowhere to go. So, but the the organization because you won't let her stay with you, girl. Oh, what? she cannot stay with me. That's family. What would be the case? Stay no, with me. You know, I don't even like drug girls. You know, I don't even like drug girls. And she is too recently. But you got so many around you, girl. So that's obviously not true. She is too recently off drugs. Okay, for okay. Me. 
Girl, you you got drunk on somebody who steal, just had a drunk yesterday. I don't yesterday. think she stole my aunt this time, but she used to steal. She stolen from me once. That was a little amount. What you got to steal your apartment she girl to TV? Stay with me, because she would try to come in any time of night and go. She cannot stay with me. Girl, it's not even an option. Uh, what's a what's a meth pipe between family, girl? What's a couple needles between family? Girl, why don't you sis? let that girl? Remember that girl who you had to put out of your place? Don't why don't do you this. let her come we back talking and stay about with me. you? We're not talking no, about me. That girl was too because it's almost okay. like a similar kind of situation. <laughs> why don't you let her come back and stay with you then? Because here's the difference. Here's the difference. See, here's what the difference. I can't come home to no dead body though, because oh, I had to tie yeah. my knives from that girl. So that's a line. Like if you're gonna shoot up, go in the bathroom. But I can't come home to have you bleeding out my floor. Well, girl, but a girl could shoot up on. In my apartment, girl. and I could find a dead body in the bathroom. And I'll oh, you right, sis. You and, right, sis. and they'll be trying to call me an Ed Buck or something like that. So, no, that girl <laughs> not cannot the, not <laughs> stay with me. That girl not cannot stay Ed with Buck. me. Period. Oh, girl. And so, but I am helping her through the organization. Like, I connected her, and they are finding her housing within weeks. I think well, do you, what, do you know the name of, is it like a government or it's what the organization gov- is? Because they have like the money through the Ryan LGBT. White Act. But it's actually like, I hate to say it, but it's actually like a huge benefit in this case for her housing that she is HIV positive because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she's eligible mm-hmm. for this housing. So, you know, yeah. and it's like in my neighborhood, that is really my nice neighborhood for works for the organization who told me about the program, but she just had to be persistent and keep calling them, keep calling them, keep calling them. So, so know, they are getting, sorry, I missed that. So they are getting her. It does seem like they're getting yeah, her. Yeah, they're housing? working on her apartment oh, right yeah. now. They're working on it. And, you know, so thankfully, okay. and she just started, she just started, I think she really is off of drugs. She started a new job. At least it's a temp job, but it is a job. Mm-hmm. And so she would have never done that just staying at my Aunt Nellie's house. She wouldn't have done nothing for herself because she was just laying about playing video games, doing drugs and, you know, and when they caught her, when they caught her, like when they came down, the, tr- the trade all came down to put her out of my aunt's house. She was like playing with some dildos or something. She said they all fell out like on the floor. Or whatever. It was a mess. She- it seemed like also that trade, that trading, that trading. They were you know, so wrong for that. Safe. Queen's not always safe around trade. That's what I'll say. They're, oh, they're so wrong for that. Those traders are so wrong for that. So I wouldn't, they shouldn't have put her out like that. That's why part of the reason why I was trying to, so I'm glad like I reconnected with her just to help her because yeah, she, I don't think she, even being on drugs, oh, like man. I don't think she quite deserved no, girl, it the like girl, that. I don't. No. The ancestors I think would have been proud. They're proud of you, girl. I think you yeah. did good work this month or last month. So that was, you know, you that was Black History Month for me. And it's a gag, too, because, you know, we're recording this. It's still Black History Month as we're recording this. But by the time the girls hear it, it won't be anymore. Spoilers. Anyway, you know, the gag is, is like, too, like, you know, thinking about, like, Black History Tea. Like, I'm thinking about my own Black mm-hmm. History. Like, I was just watching that oh. in, that Inventing Anna series on Netflix. Oh, my God. Girl. My sister just called me about it. She lit. So, because we had, we talked about this story. Because yes. I think it was... Um, I don't remember what um was it oh god what was it I'm trying I can't remember the outlet but I loved reading that story and so I knew about the story my sister loved yeah the you sent me she the like, article at she, first yeah she yeah. was like it's a while what white women can get away with <laughs> I was yes. like yeah girl it is so sorry go ahead girl yeah you're the one who sent mm-hmm. me I learned about the story before it even came out on Netflix because I know you, you love a good scammer I know you love I finished that Netflix I said I finished inventing Anna and now I'm watching the tinder the Tindler Swindler tea. Tinder Swindler. Yes. And all of it reminds me of a certain foreign girl who I always, you know. What is happening right now? It's, all of it reminds me of this certain foreign girl <laughs> in my life Wait, who no. is like, who gives scammer tea like, in like, it Wait. was just like, you know, it's a certain. The one, 
It's a certain girl who says the she one? lives. Let's. There's a certain girl who says she got a job at. I won't. Say, I'll make up a fake. She says she got a job at Goldman Sachs, but when I went and had a girl who worked there look up the whole directory that she's not on the directory. She says she's moved overseas, but I think she's you know in. The but we're US, about to go visit that girl somewhere. We're about to go see her. Oh. I don't, and I don't. You know what I'm saying? So like, and so she's. Well, I don't. I don't lend money, so she's got a couple of dollars out of me just to help <laughs> her out. Because you know, if I have money, you have money. I'm a generous girl. If I have money, I'll give the girls. You know, send a four hundred dollar cash app if I, you know what I'm saying. Like, if the girls are really struggling and stuff, and so I've sent her a couple. I've probably sent over a thousand dollars actually to help that girl out. Um, over the last girl, send year. me money, but send me know, some money. Yeah, I, yeah, but this girl, I think she like, cause you know, and partially I was helping her out because she said she was, you know, had her next steps figured out. But I think she just somewhere just tricking off and stuff. And I, I just wish she would be honest because like, if you're gonna trick like. You know, there are educated, smart girls who trick, like, like, Sean Zevran has a degree, like, Rocco still has a degree, these are educated girls, there's nothing wrong with tricking, but, like... Girl, be- I might trick, like, they, exactly. hey, however you pay the goddamn bills, exactly. get the goddamn but money. But keep it real about so. tricking, like, keep it real, because, I mean, keep it real, you don't work at no Goldman Sachs or anything equivalent, because it's not Goldman Sachs, but you don't work at no, you know... You don't live in a certain city. You're in another city, like, and you're probably mm-hmm. tricking. So, like, just keep it real. Keep it 100. You have nothing to be embarrassed about because I'm that girl. I, I'll support you either way. I want you to be the best. You know, be the best, like, girl that you can so, be. So, so you about industry. to do an inventing? You about to do an inventing Anna on that girl? You about to write a piece on her? I think and I am. Catch her in the trick. Yeah, I think I am. <laughs> That's not. So this isn't for Black History Month though. So we're moving out. This is for yeah. like catch a scammer month. Exactly. So this isn't real. This doesn't feel that. I don't know. This doesn't. This feels a little harmful to the blacks. So I don't know that you can count do this work in Black History Month anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. So. I didn't want to do it during Black History Month. So thankfully, like okay, you know, but it's over now. Yeah. You said every. Me, I got eleven more months to fuck shit up now. But I asked the girl who like. The me and the girl have a mutual friend who actually introduced me to her years ago. I asked the girl to text her and be like, hey, girl, how is Goldman Sachs? And to put Goldman Sachs in quotation marks. Um, just to be, like, <laughs> shady. Because, like, you know, she and I did the detective work to figure out that that girl wasn't working there. So how, but, how, but how are you going to get her... I don't, but I don't think that girl's ever going to be honest with you. Do you think? Like, what's the way? I want to like catch her. her like, I got to catch how? her. So, How? So, like, if we go to now? Europe, you know, this summer as we plan. Because the girl's supposed to be in London, right? Yeah, she's supposed to be in London. So, like, if she uh-huh. says, you know, we got to just pull up on her and be like, hey, girl, we're here. You want to have lunch with us? Let's Does she listen to our show? No, no, she doesn't listen to our show. Okay, cool. But we need to pull up on her. We need to pull up and be like, hey, girl, let's. You know, and she's going to be like, oh. But what if she's like, oh, girl, I'm in Greece for the weekend, sis. Or like, oh, bitch, I just went back to the States to take care of some stuff. Then then what do we do? Yeah. I'll be mean, like, oh, girl, can we stay at your apartment? Like, Yes. That's how. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what, yes. That's what we'll do. We got to pull, mm, we gotta pull I love up. this. We're going to start a spinoff podcast called To Catch a Scammer. Yeah. We got to pull up this. on her. So, like, you know, we got to pull up on her. So, Cause she just isn't. She just. But see, the thing about her now is why like don't you let her just live the lie? I feel like you didn't mind her living the fiction for so long. What, well, why? She, why are you over it now? She well, she went up and stayed in this one girl's house, and she was like, "Oh, that wasn't you, though, huh?" She that was, wasn't your house. No, it wasn't. But it was like the thing she was. She came with a bunch of boxes, and then she like. Mm-hmm. 
The other mm-hmm. gag is that she stayed up in this girl's house and she ate up all her food and everything out of her fridge. And then she was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. then she was like, then the girl, the girl was going to go order who lived there, who was going to go order some food for herself. And the scammer girl was like, oh, I was going to order some food for you. <laughs> Not calling her the scammer she girl. Said, she said, Not I was going to order some food for you. And I was like, I was, and then so the girl was like, oh, well, if you were going to order food for me, then order it. Like, give or get, send me some money or on Venmo or order it then. And, and then the girl, and then the scammer girl was like, oh, well, that's so impersonal. I was just going to send you a gift card later. You know what I'm saying? Like, she just like, she's like giving invent to Anna tea. Like, it's like seriously giving that. And I just, I just, she just is you just a, gotta know she just, just gotta know yeah i just gotta know because she just been i think she's even in fact the girl she stayed with even said she's lying to her own mom she's telling her mom she's in that city and working and everything like that because she overheard her talking to her mom i mean she's lying sometimes you life to mom she's yeah, lying to everybody uh, girl i don't think anybody knows her realty except for maybe the guy she's tricking on you know like you know, and I think that's just not the, not the guy she's tricking, chicken on. on like older middle aged <laughs> white men. Yeah, so that she's getting money silly. from and getting and getting hotel stays because I think she's living in a hotel, just like inventing Anna, just the same tea inventing Anna, <laughs> but just what you know, the same tea. So. <laughs> so it's the same too. So yeah, is that just, story is this, is this the fourth story? The fourth. Story? So that's I'm a, <laughs> and, I mean I got one fifth one that's real short. <laughs> It was just a gag. It's so it's so funny because, like, because oh the aunties God. the aunties know I know M- Malcolm M J Harris right, and they watch. You know oh he Lord. he's got two million followers on Facebook and like a how's million his, on Instagram. Um, how's his uh, nephew son doing? So how's that's so funny. Son? This auntie she calls me periodically to chime in on her beliefs or her opinions on something M J is doing, and she called me to talk about a video where M J introduced his nephew son to, to some porn. guy he was dating and she mm-hmm. said well you know he mistreated the nephew's son and blah 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 and he you know and he, he and i don't like that and i'm like okay auntie like and girl oh, it's so funny because did he and but i think girl i hate to tell the aunties but girl i think it was all like staged girl it was you know what i'm saying like girl why are you taking this so seriously this is like because the, the girls believe because tv is real girl hollywood is real youtube is real those it, girls don't think that shit is fake and i can't say if it was staged or not i didn't ask mj but i'm just saying like it seems very like it was so ironic because mj was texting me at the same time she was calling me on that bullshit and i didn't even <laughs> like it was like okay girl like okay auntie uh, like okay I'll, I'll let him know that you don't like I'll that tell man him. he introduced his nephew down. i'm sure you know what i'm saying like and this just happened right before we got on the air, too, actually. But I was just like, I love this. girl, this, it's been, you know what I'm saying? I got to so, catch up on the Nephew Son Chronicles. Yeah, I'm so behind. I do. I actually need, she was like, okay, watch that video and let me know what you think. Watch that video. She yeah. was dead serious. I'm, I I do got to watch that video just to see what, I'm know. curious now. Yeah, the, the last one I watched video. was the one about that, that fake ass male that... <laughs> Some underwear that the nephew son got sent. I'm like, who's sending underwear in the mail anymore? (laughs) 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 So, girl, no comment, no comment. But come on, girl, y'all girls can't tell. Ain't that girl? Ain't that child like in his like twenty something? He's like eighteen, nineteen, but like he's like nineteen, but still, like the girls take it so seriously. Like, y'all. 
They live in. I can't wait. I can't wait for the next season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't wait for the spinoff. To the sp- oh yeah, the girls take it so seriously. The, the, aunt- the aunties take it seriously. It's these old middle aged black women who are so into it that take it seriously, and that's his main demographic. And so, like, but I'm telling you, the aunties. I see them comment on all his stuff. All the aunties, like this this middle aged lady, and all her sisters comment on all his stuff. You know, my mom sometimes mentions like the different videos to me. They watch it more than I do, girl, and I know the girl. They I'm sure it. they do. Yeah. So yeah. Well, but, that yeah. girl don't listen to our podcast either. So thank so. God. Yeah. Thank God. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I just been super complimentary of her. I don't know. But why. this episode, I probably went too far. You know. So yeah. Oh, thank God, girl. Yeah. You're so silly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, girls. Y'all girls know that. that, that come on, Stop taking that shit so seriously. Don't do it. Now she might get mad. Stop you taking really that taking stuff up, so seriously, girls. That is, like, ridiculous. Like, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Did we hit it? Did we hit it all? We, we hit, hit it all, girl. We hit it all. We hit it all. You got something? Call this episode, Deborah get some things off her chest. Yeah, yeah, girl. <laughs> It's a lot going on, ain't it? Girl? Oh man! Oh, well, so yeah. what's March giving? What are you looking forward to this March? Well, I don't trust March because that's when. Remember, that's March twenty twenty is when that pandemic came down, girl. I don't trust uh-uh, that girl. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You don't, you don't throw away my whole month <laughs> just because a pandemic that is still going on and might end the world is when it started. Okay, but I will say this: I you did, don't throw away the whole month. I'm st- like, there's something a big project, like initiative, I'm undertaking in March that I'm really proud of. I'm reclaiming Love March. It. I'm trying to reclaim Ooh. her because i have like ptsd around march because of march 2020 but i'm trying to reclaim this girl and make her a better month so and i know it's your birthday month so like actually it's it's fine because i'm actually lately i haven't even been celebrating my birthday i'm not even really celebrating my birthday this month but we celebrated it last year we did in miami we had a cute little you had a cute birthday last year so we did yeah we did and that was a good comeback from the you know where we were able even able to have our shots and travel and stuff so that was cute it was Mm -hmm. Bless up, bless up, bless up. <laughs> I think we're gonna end it there, girls. I hope you enjoyed all this, honey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Deborah yeah. came through for y'all. Um, follow us as always on social media at Two Save Queens. We hope y'all stay safe, healthy, and saved out there. Uh, it's a new month. Reclaim March, honey. Reclaim Let's March. Let's reclaim Anything March for the children from twenty twenty. Let's reclaim it. Yeah, please. All right. And let me That's just say it. one thing because we might go to mm-hmm. war though, or we might be in war oh. <laughs> this, with Miss Ukraine and I Russia. Mean, but let me tell you, I don't know. Let me say okay, one thing ahead. about that before we close out about Miss Ukraine and Russia, girl. Let mm-hmm, me tell the Ukrainian mm-hmm, girls mm-hmm, who are trying mm-hmm. to fight for their freedom. You know, the Russian girls are going to overwhelm them, overpower them or whatever. But one thing those girls mm-hmm, need to do mm-hmm, is mm-hmm, need to do mm-hmm. guerrilla warfare and put as many of those oh. Russian soldiers and body bags as possible to destroy their will, girl, to take over your country, girl. Reclaim your country from Miss Vladimir Putin. Send as many of those Russian soldiers back in body bags so that, girl, so that Miss Vladimir Putin, her approval rating goes down and the Russian girls are tired of fighting the war and they want it to be done doesn't matter if they've taken over Kiev, if they've taken over your cities or whatever, keep putting those soldiers in body bags until mm-hmm. they get out your country, girl. That's the only way. Guerrilla warfare mm-hmm. through and through, even after they invade and take over the country, don't stop. Get those girls out of your country. Fight for your freedom, girls. All right. That's it. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye, girls.